Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Wednesday. It's the 26th of October. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Grant Gerlach. Health experts say they're seeing an unusually high number of Iowa kids hospitalized with respiratory viruses this fall. IPR's Natalie Krebs reports. Experts say they're seeing high numbers of kids hospitalized with respiratory infections like respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV. Adam Brown is a pediatrician at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. He says RSV cases usually peak in January or February. Brown says this could indicate a more severe respiratory virus season is in store for this winter. The idea being that, hey, like the fact it's happening this fall, plus we'll have a flu season coming up, plus potential COVID-19 peak or other viruses, like what's going to happen? You know, what's is it going to be too much for us to to kind of deal with all at once. Brown says he urges all parents to make sure their kids are up to date on all their vaccinations, especially the COVID and flu shots, and to call their child's pediatrician if they have any questions or concerns about vaccinations or potential illness. I'm Natalie Krebs, IPR News. A report from State Auditor Rob Sand shows that in the early months of the coronavirus pandemic, unemployment checks were mistakenly written to prisoners and dead people. The false claims added up to a total of about $240,000. Iowa workforce development officials say that at the time, there was an unprecedented spike in unemployment claims. Sand says the review found that benefits were issued for six people who were dead. Oftentimes, the Social security numbers of deceased individuals are used by fraudsters to try to get payments for uh, unemployment benefits. Sands Review found the agency shifted investigators over to answering phones, and that led to a delay in cross-checking claims against death records and a list of prison inmates. Starting in February of 2021, the agency began doing those cross-checks monthly. Governor Kim Reynolds has appointed a new leader to the State Department of Veterans Affairs and the Veterans Home in Marshalltown. Retired Colonel Todd Jacobus served with the U.S. Army and Iowa National Guard. He's also a former board member and chair of the Iowa Commission of Veterans Affairs. He takes over for Matthew Peterson, who left the position last month after barely more than a year in charge. The Iowa Veterans Home serves about 500 people and has more than 900 employees. Republican U.S. Representative Marionette Miller-Meeks is criticizing President Joe Biden for making his COVID-19 booster public. Yesterday, Biden made a press event around receiving an updated vaccination. While the booster is effective, he told the press that, quote, not enough people are getting it. For Miller-Meeks, who's running for re-election in what will be Iowa's first district, attention needs to be on inflation, not the booster. We were on the bus on the way here, and of course, there's a lot of chatter. And, uh, and we have the TV on, and it's Fox News, and I see the president getting a COVID booster shot. Okay, nothing to me would signify tone deaf more than that. Miller Meeks made her comments at a rally in Hiawatha. She went, in, went on to imply that because Biden had contracted the coronavirus twice, he didn't need a booster. The CDC, the Mayo Clinic, and Johns Hopkins all recommend booster vaccines, even for those who have recovered from a COVID-19 infection. A woman in southwest Iowa claims her late father, Donald Studi, murdered at least 50 women, according to a report by Newsweek. 
Local and state authorities are looking for proof of human remains on his property in rural Thurman, just 36 miles south of Council Bluffs. The daughter alleges Studi forced her and his other children to help him bury the victim's remains down a 90-foot well. Studi died in 2013 at the age of 75. Fremont County law enforcement told Newsweek they believe the daughter's story and will continue investigating. This is IPR News Here First. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.